We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. What do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. So good afternoon to you, Garrett. We are starting with a remake, a remake of the film Twister. Yeah, and uh, they've just added an S onto the end of it. Twisters okay. is the name <laughs> of it. But yeah, 1996, uh, since uh, Twister came out, uh, Emblem, um, Steven Spielberg was an executive producer on it. Jan de Bond was the director. It was quite successful, near to about, nearly made about 500 million worldwide. Mm. Uh, starred Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. And it uh, was a good hit in the time. Groundbreaking sort of special effects within it. I'm surprised it has taken probably this long for them to consider doing another version of it but looks like they are now because they have Lee Isaac Chung on board to direct and they've got Glenn Powell one of the stars of Top Gun Maverick in Talks to Star opposite Daisy Edgar Jones uh, for this version of it as well they're talking about uh, Mark L. Smith writing the script so if you remember um, Michael Crichton was the uh, writer of the original Mm -hmm. script and it was you know big movie and it could be a sort of franchise that they might be able to, to kick off off again. Glenn Powell's had a kind of interesting year. I mean, obviously he was successful in Top Gun Maverick, but he's also co-starred with Jonathan Majors and executive produced a historical war epic called Devotion. He's next going to star in an upcoming action comedy called Hitman from Oscar-nominated director Richard Linklater, who he's also co-written this script with as well. So he's very busy in terms of uh, his slate and obviously uh, a big movie like Twister, uh, Twisters, Twisters Twisters could be a breakout for him right. in terms of taking the, a leading role. Yeah, I'd love to see Daisy Edgar Jones in there too. Now, the Cannes Film Festival is coming up. What can you tell us? Yeah, so it's the 76th edition um, of the festival. They've announced all the sort of slots for in and out of competition, but you're get, looking at sort of new features from the likes of Martin Scorsese, Wes Anderson, Jonathan Glazer, Steve McQueen, Todd Haynes. Just to note as well, there's a record six women um, in, in contention for the Pam Dor. That's a record mm. of directors um, in that category as well. Pedro Almodovar is there as well. He's got a a, uh, a short yes. film that has a big cast in it. It has Ethan Hawke and Pedro Pascal starring Sounds in intriguing. it. Sounds intriguing, yeah. Uh, it does. It's it's called Strange Way of Life. It's his, actually, it's his second short. He had one that played at Venice before. But yeah, some of the ones that are out of competition are big movies. You've got uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's Scorsese's film. You've got Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes. That's obviously going to launch there as well. Also, Sam Levinson um, and The Weeknd, who's starring in a HBO series called The Idol. I think they're going to screen an episode of that as well at the festival, Mm. which is interesting. So it's going to run from the 16th of May through to the 27th of May and always good for the glitz and glamour and the sunshine. (laughs) Exactly. Now, we're back home for this next one, an Irish writer and an Irish cast. This sounds intriguing. It sounds really good. So this is Irish writer Kevin Barry. Uh, His New York Times top 10 book of the year was Night Boat to Tangier and it's got a cast lined up for it they're going to be uh, shopping this project at the Cannes Film Festival market Michael Fassbender Donald Gleeson and Ruth Nega all set to star in it what a great cast (laughs) that is and a very good director as well James Marsh Mm. is on board to direct Uh, Barry's going to be adapting the screenplay from his own novel now it's set in Spain and Ireland and it follows two characters a colourful pair of gangsters from Ireland drug smugglers partners with a long history of violence 
um, and personal lives as well. Uh, they're back in southern Spain revisiting old haunts, old flames and dangerous local criminals searching for an estranged daughter. So what a really good cast in terms of, of who they've lined yeah. up for it, as we said. Um, I, you know, I'm there for that definitely, in terms of, of them <laughs> and of course the success of the uh, of the novel as well. So that's Night Boat to Tangier. That is exciting. You have some more casting news for us? Yeah, John David Washington is set to star opposite Samuel L. Jackson in The Piano Lesson. This mm. is a Netflix adaptation of August Wilson's classic play, which will mark the feature directorial debut and screenwriting debut of his brother, Malcolm Washington. Oh. Now, there is a connection here, obviously, as well to um, August Wilson, because if you remember, Denzel Washington directed uh, Fences, yes. which, uh, you know, was very, very successful. I think that was in 2016. It came so, from Broadway anyway, and then went, went to the film version too. That's exactly. Right, yeah. When, yeah, so The Piano Lesson follows, uh, it's set in 1936, actually, in Pittsburgh during the aftermath of the Great Depression and it follows the lives of the Charles family and this heirloom, a family piano, which is decorated with designs carved by an enslaved ancestor. So, mm. sounds like an intriguing project for, for the Washingtons and obviously good cast lining up for that as well and a big connection as well for them in terms of the Broadway revival of the play as well, which proved to be very, very successful and one of the highest grossing Wilson productions ever. So Interesting. Okay, quick word about Jamie Dornan. Yeah, so The Tourist was a, a, a season that he starred in and was one of the most watched dramas in the UK last year. So it's no surprise that they're going back to do a second season. Okay. But what is a surprise yeah. is that one was set in the Australian Outback and they're now filming season two in Ireland. Really? So, <laughs> yes. So um, so they've got new cast members, including uh, Connor McNeil, Alwyn Foray, Mar- Mark McKenna, Dermot Murtha, Nessa Matthews, Francis McGee, all starring in it Brilliant. as well. You've got uh, Fergus O'Brien, Lisa Mulcahy and Kate Dolan directing it. Jamie Dornan, of course, leading uh, the, uh, the the cast here. The series created by Jack and Harry Williams and, uh, as I said, hugely successful and it follows Dornan in his role as a sort of amnesia-inflicted car crash victim from Northern Ireland struggling to piece together what he can of his That's past. Great. So, season two, filming now. We're almost becoming blasé about things being filmed here, aren't we? Because it's just <laughs> oh, the norm now. <laughs> There's so another one. Many, so many. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great for the industry. It's wonderful. Uh, what about a trailer watch for us? Yes, so um, it's going to screen in Cannes, uh, but the itinerary of a junior stargazer convention is spectacularly disrupted by world-changing events. Uh, they are events themselves now in the anticipation of a Wes Anderson movie, yes. and his new one is called Asteroid City. Have a listen. What's happening now? I don't know. I don't like the way that guy looked at us. The alien. How did he, how did he look? Like we're doomed. Maybe we are. I've just informed the president. How long can they keep us in Asteroid City legally? The world will never be the same. That's an alien doing jumpy jacks. That's an alien in a top hat. What's out there? The meaning of life. Maybe there is one. Are you married? I'm a widower. But don't tell my kids. You're saying her mother died three weeks ago. Let's say she's in heaven, which doesn't exist for me, of course, but you're Episcopalian. In my loneliness, I've learned to give complete and unquestioning faith to the people I love. I don't know if that includes you, but it included my daughter and your four children. Sometimes I think I feel more at home outside the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, wow. Me too. 
Yeah, that's the new Wes Anderson Asteroid City. I suppose, Gareth, with Wes Anderson, we know it's going to be quirky. There's going to be a starry cast and <laughs> we can't really tell there radio-wise, but I mean, visually, it, it, parts of it almost look animated. It's an extraordinary looking film, isn't it? Yeah, and I, just the production design that, that goes into all yes. his movies is extraordinary and the detail. I'm listening to a podcast recently, one of the actors has worked with him regularly talking about that detail and how you have to fit into that and just get used to it because he's so particular about how things look. But look at the result that mm. you get on screen. Uh, you talk about the cast there. I mean, the poster for this is insane yes. because you cannot fit all the names <laughs> in. Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Adrian Brody, Steve Carell, Margot Robbie, Maya Hawke, Jeff Goldblum, and I've not even Anna included Kate everybody. Yeah, it's quite yeah, everybody wants to work with him, so um, <laughs> it's great. We look forward to seeing Asteroid City when it comes out, I think in June, but okay. as I said, the Cannes Film Festival first. Yeah, it looks intriguing. Let's come to new releases in cinemas this weekend and start with Renfield. Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No. Um, no. Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Dracula. Okay. Obviously, we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Yeah, well, Gareth, when that trailer came out, you, you had it as trailer watch because it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And Nicolas Cage, I mean, you certainly <laughs> cannot accuse him of just sort of dialing it in. He chooses these really interesting <laughs> roles just on the verge. You know, they're always just on the verge. Yeah. You don't know whether he's a genius or he's just kind of having fun with it all. But as you Who say, knows? he plays Dracula in this and it's a modern monster tale of Dracula's loyal servant. Nicholas Holt uh, plays Renfield in it, the tortured aid of history's most narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the premise is hilarious. Do you know what? It's a nice addition to that sort of comedy horror genre. It's for a certain audience. It won't be for everyone. You'll know from that trailer, I think, if it's for you or not. Now, apparently, Nicolas Cage always wanted to play Dracula. So he, he relishes this part, I'll tell you. Yes, he chews up the scenery, um, but in a very entertaining manner. Uh, Nicholas Holt, really great in the title role. I thought Dracula's servant, who has to, uh, as we heard, uh, gather victims for his master, but has, has his own powers as well. Uh, hilariously, he joins up with this support group, a 12-step meeting for people in codependent relationships. I, I thought actually Nicholas Holt, he's kind of going a little like a, a young Hugh Grant at times, which works. Um, there's gore, but it's it's that sort of cartoonish in style. The fight choreography, really impressive. So it's look, it's a bit silly. It's funny. It's wisely kept at just around the 90 minute duration. And as I say, it'll be for a certain audience. It's a bit bonkers, but it's very entertaining. That's Renfield in cinemas this weekend. A few more to mention, Garrett. Yeah, we've got Cairo Conspiracy this is about Adam, the son of a fisherman. He's offered the privilege to study at the Al-Azhar University in Cairo, the centre of power of Sunni Islam. Adam becomes a pawn in the conflict between Egypt's religious and political elites. Uh, we've also got One Fine Morning. This is about a single mother raising an eight-year-old daughter, struggles to take care of her father, who's been diagnosed with a neurodegenerative disease. And while trying to secure a decent nursing home, she runs into a married friend and they begin an affair. Leah Sadu stars in that one. We have a Japanese anime as well 
well. Susume is the name of that. And uh, yeah, it looks kind of quite stylish. On the other side of the door was time in its entirety. It's the skies turn red and the earth trembles. Japan stands on the brink of disaster. But one determined teenager sets out on a mission to save her country. That Very is your good. selection this okay. week. Okay, what about a TV movie for the weekend ahead? He was an Oscar winner, an Oscar winner for the lead actress, Julia Roberts, uh-huh. who plays a single mother desperate for work, pleads her way into a routine administration job at a law firm and it's not long before she stumbles across mislaid documents about a case brought against a corporation for poisoning the residents of a small town by contaminating their water supply. Uh, it is Julia Roberts starring as Erin Brockovich alongside Albert Finney. It's a good movie mm. and it's on TG Carr tonight at 9.35. A fine recommendation, Gareth. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen.